Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. We got the time for the first three games of the night's 2023 season. What does it mean for the rest of the schedule and more? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Charge On. As always, I am your host, Sean Green. As always, before we get started, a quick word from our sponsors, Bet Online. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. Bet Online is always your sports information headquarters this season as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. Basketball, MLB, NHL hockey, right to UFC and boxing. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use your promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. How's everybody doing? You know, we got a, we got a little bit of news over the last couple days that we're going to go over here. Um, I want to implore you guys um, to check out last week's episode if you have not yet. I know ba- baseball is not... Listen, I've noticed on this channel, specifically when we do anything besides football, the videos do not perform very well, it, you know... It sucks because I think every sport at UCF has great stories, great people, um, and I definitely like to talk about all the sports at UCF. Um, and we had Charlie Soto on last week. He committed to UCF. He's probably the best UCF baseball commit to ever commit to the program. Going to go first round in the MLB draft, so I highly encourage any UCF fan, regardless if you like baseball or not, uh, to go check out the interview last week. We also talked about McKenzie going to, to Tennessee, so... There's a little bit of football in there for you guys, but I implore you to go check that out and then come back to this video uh, and and hear what we have to say about a couple topics. Um, First of all, we'll talk about the schedule. So the Big 12 released the first three times uh, of the season so that we can get excited because it's June 1st and we've got a couple short months until the season starts. So the Big 12 announced now UCF is kicking off the Big 12 season. I mean, how can you... Like, I, I was pumped when I saw that. UCF is kicking off the Big 12 slate of games on August 31st, 7 p.m., FS1, nationally televised game against Kent State at home. Listen, I think the fact that we're all getting a couple games under the lights at night we can only be appreciative that we're getting it now. And we'll explain it a little bit. But first game, 7 p.m. FS1 against Kent State at home, August 31st. Again, only three months away. We're, we're, we're almost there, guys. Um, the second game, obviously, we know we're playing Boise. September 9th at Boise State. We're on the road. Again, 7 p.m. FS1. Another nationally televised game. I'm loving it. I'm loving that it's on FS1. We're going to get some ESPN Plus games. It's just going to happen. Uh, like week three. 
but I'm glad that we're getting a lot of these games early out front being nationally televised games and getting people to see us, which is always great. And that's at 7 p.m. September 9th, Boise State uh, on FS1. Now we do get an ESPN Plus game, 6.30 p.m. at home against Villanova, uh, week three, September 16th, under the lights at the bounce house for the final non-conference game. And again, here's what we got to take out of it. We get a couple games at home under the lights. Probably two wins. You got Kent State and Villanova. And then after Villanova, it's showtime. You're getting Big 12 opponents. And, and the rest of your schedule is not very easy. Now, we've talked about it. Boise State's not going to be a walk in the park. I mean, that's going to be a tough game. You're on the road. You know, that blue turf. I, I don't know how what time it'll be at Boise, but it'll probably be mid mid-afternoon time. So I think it could get us all pumped and excited, right? Getting these times early on. Now we're getting a little couple nuggets here and there with some other news, Big 12 related. You know, we released the jerseys that we're going to be wearing. And I really want to, I was going to talk about that this week, but we'll talk about it with Nick and Rob probably next week because, you know, we, we love talking jerseys and, and kind of what our takes are. The new gold helmet with the, the gold decal. It's all great here uh, for the Knights, but all this means is football is is almost here, right? Like, we've got the first three times. We know what time we're playing. I know in the American, you basically get a t- Every single week, you're getting your time maybe five, six days prior. So the fact that we get our first three games, the slots ready to go, is always nice. And I, I know most UCF fans know this, but... We're not going to be getting a lot of night games, if any. If any. Most of the times that we're going to be getting is noon kickoffs, because that's when the Big 12 mostly kicks off, is noon. So, it'll be interesting. I'm intrigued to see if we can, like, what other potential nationally televised games we can get. I know UCF OU is going to be one. I'd be intrigued to see what Baylor versus UCF is the first game in the bounce house. I think that should be a pretty big game for um, some network. But listen, at the end of the day, I saw USF fans, and we'll bring this up. uh, Their game against Alabama is going to be on ABC. And USF fans felt the need to say, oh, well, you're on FS1. I don't even know if I should even talk about it, and I'm probably not even going to get into it too much. I just find it hilarious that they're flexing their muscles over an ABC game against Alabama who's probably going to beat them by 70 points. Like, if we're just being honest, you're on national, tele- you're on national TV to get railed for 60 minutes. I don't know if that's what you should be excited about, I'll take FS1 uh, over getting railed on ABC any day of the week. So it should be very interesting. I'm really excited, uh, really pumped to to see the games and really just trud along, right? We're, we're almost there, like I've said. And again, some pretty solid opponents to start out the season, but hopefully UCF can start out 3-0 um, under the lights in, in all of those cases. Let's go to Bounce House Weekend. Now... Bounce House Weekend, this is, I think, the second year that they are doing it. It's their premier uh, event for the upcoming recruiting class and recruiting classes coming up, right? Uh, And UCF went 
pretty all out last year. And I think a lot of the recruits that went to that last year left being like, okay, UCF is the real deal, right? There's potential that UCF won some recruiting battles and bounce house weekend. Well, UCF is hosting a whole bunch of recruits for bounce house weekend. Now we're going to go through some of them and I'm going to tell you my, what I think is going to happen in the recruiting process. And, and if I think they'll actually commit to UCF at the end of it. Now I want to make it very clear, just like last year, the recruiting process takes a while, right? We're not going to find out if these guys actually commit. Now, some of these guys are com- are making their commitments in the next month or two. They're, they're deciding in July and August where they're going to be committing. And I'll tell you where some of these commitment dates are so you can keep up with them. But a lot can happen in the span of five, six months. So regardless of what I say now, anything can change in the, in the given time uh, when these guys commit. So uh, Kylan Fox, tight end. Uh, 6'4", 210 pounds from Grayson uh, up in Georgia. He's a four-star recruit. I think he's the Knights' biggest recruit right now that they're going after. Uh, He has set a commitment for July 4th. He's supposed to visit Miami, uh, Colorado, and Florida State. Now, I think UCF's biggest competitors right now are Florida State. Uh, One of his best friends committed to Florida State. Uh, he's uh, He's a tight end as well. So... I think right now, I think Kylan Fox does commit to UCF. Uh, I think that is the guy they want. That is the guy they've been going after. Um, and it seems you're going to see a lot of Georgia on here because it seems like this recruiting cycle, UCF is going after a lot of Georgia talent, which no problems here. But Kylan Fox would be a huge, huge, huge get for this recruiting class and is definitely probably the biggest one they're going after. Walt Claire Flynn, if isn't tied for the the top spot, He's definitely a close second. Walt Claire Flynn, he's a center. He's also from Grayson. He's teammates with Kylan. They are kind of a package deal, most likely. Wherever one's going to go, the other's going to go. Um, and they're both top of UCF's board. Obviously, UCF needs to fill a need at center. They filled that with getting a couple of uh, transfers. But to get a young guy in there like Walt Claire Flynn, who I think could play right from the jump if he commits to UCF. Um, He is a four-star recruit. He's the number 16 interior offensive lineman in the country, and he's supposed to visit Texas A&M right now. So there's only two visits right now are us and Texas A&M. If I had to guess right now, I would say he does commit to us. I'm pretty confident in those two kind of becoming a package deal and coming down here, and that'd be a big get. Brandon Jacob, DB from Evans, local kid. He's a four-star. He's got a couple of places he's visiting. Uh, he's visiting us, Texas A&M, and Maryland. Um, and he's the number 14 safety in the country. I'm a little... I don't know yet. I would love if we can get Brandon Jacob. I My hunch right now is saying we don't right now. Um, but that would be a, a huge get. I know he really wants to get an offer. Um, or I think he wants to go visit Bama. Um and it wouldn't shock me if he gets if he commits to Bama if they uh, if that all works out, but we'll see. Kinsley Faustin, um, he's from Naples, another four star prospect, uh, DB. I'm not confident in him committing. He's also visiting FSU and Auburn. Um, uh, he, listen again. I'm saying all these guys just so you can have an idea and understanding of who's gonna be there, and any of these guys can be swayed. 
Um, Quay Birdsong, he's a linebacker right now. He's committed to Cincinnati. Um, but I actually, I have a hunch he might decommit um, with Ernie Sims uh, under the helm. I think getting Quay Birdsong in here um, is a strong possibility. Uh, there's a lot of linebackers that want to come here now. So that it should be interesting to see what the commitments look like. Um, I'll rattle off a couple here. Um, Joseph Stone, he's committed to LSU. He, I think, is going to stay committed to LSU. He's just taking visits, but he is a four-star uh, wide receiver. Uh, Xavier Atkins, again, he's also committed to LSU, but he's a linebacker. He's also visiting UC, uh, Utah and Arkansas. Uh, again, Arkansas, we know. Travis Williams, I'm sure that is a strong possibility that he could go there. Um, Stacy Gage. Now, Stacy Gage is very a very interesting prospect. He's a uh, running back. He's the number seventeen running back in the country, and he holds offers from Alabama, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Georgia, uh, many many different. I actually don't know if Georgia's one, um, but he's got a lot of offers. Um, I think he might commit to UCF. I, I think there's a strong possibility. Um, he's good friends uh, with Tavion Swint. Uh, and I think they want to do it together. So you could potentially see Stacey Gage commit. Um, and we'll see kind of how this weekend goes. Eddie Pierre-Lewis. Eddie Pierre-Lewis, I thought, originally was going to commit to us. It seemed like he was really interested in UCF. But I feel like that's kind of shifted over the last couple months. It seems like he's kind of leaning towards Tennessee in a way. Um, but we'll see. He's an offensive lineman. Um Artavius Jones is a four-star D lineman. Uh, Sam Robinson, who's a UCF commit, he's a linebacker. Um, he's earned offers from uh, Colorado and Arizona also. He's a three-star. Kaysen Stokes, another UCF commitment, is going to be visiting. Uh, Andrew Brinson's a linebacker. He's committed to Oregon State, but he's also going to be coming here to visit. Elias Williams, defensive end, three-star edge rusher. Uh, I could see him. I think he likes UCF. I think UCF might be the front runners for him as well. Um, Khalil House, uh, he's a three-star offensive lineman uh, set to visit Cincinnati next week. He's from Georgia, um, but he'll be coming to UCF. Um, he's got a top 12 right now, so that you know says a lot. Um, I'm just going to rattle off some of the other names because there's a lot of them. I mean, uh, there's we have unofficials of Sincere Edwards. And also, you can find all of this, by the way. Uh, Jason Beattie put out a good article uh, with basically every single person that you could see that is visiting. Uh, and it's very informative and helpful. But you have Riley Trujillo coming. Obviously, UCF commit uh, in 2024. Um, DJ McCormick. So you've got a ton of big-time people visiting the program this weekend this is the biggest weekend of UCF's recruiting year and I think you're going to see a lot of guys come out of this and listen UCF sets this date really early on in the process like UCF sets the recruit uh this bounce house weekend early in June a lot of other schools set it like middle to late of June that's what you see you know Florida State's is a little bit later it's good to get a first impression with that being said, you definitely want to make sure that these guys have that great of experience to make sure they're continuously thinking about UCF on all these visits, right? It's good to get out first and continue on. So it's a huge weekend for UCF and the future of the program. I think a lot of these guys are are a positive 
outlook right now and potentially getting them. And we'll see. I mean, my definite big number one and number two, or and basically number one, is Kylan Fox and Walt Claire Flynn Jr. Those are my top two. If you can get those two guys, I'll be really happy because those are the top two guys on your board right now. Straight up. So if you can get the top two guys on your board, I'll be more than happy. Guys, before we let you go, I'm not going to talk too much into this because I am waiting for the bomb to drop. But it kind of seems like Colorado is going to be coming to the Big 12. Which, that's going to be the first domino and then a bunch of other crap's going to happen. So, most likely next week, we'll do a deep dive on what it means for, again, the greater Big 12. We love doing those videos to, again, stay informative and keep you guys informed on what the Big 12 is going to be looking like here in the next couple years. It seems like UConn could be the next potential needle drop as well. Now, we don't know if that's the entire sports program at UConn or specifically basketball. Those are all things we'll have answered. But Colorado's looking more and more like they are going to be making the jump just based off of all the meetings that they are having behind the scenes, all of the rumors and rumblings that are happening. Listen, Regardless, that even though they're black and gold and we want to be the only black and gold school, getting Colorado and Deion Sanders to join the Big 12 will be enormous for the conference. I don't care what anybody says, getting them to join the conference only increases the brand, like I said, and will get the Pac-12 to pretty much implode, most likely. But we will talk about that on next, next week's episode. Um, thank you guys so much. I know, again, shorter episode, not too much, but I'm sure with... All the news surrounding Bounce House weekend this weekend. Uh, we will have a lot more to talk about next week on Charge On. Thank you guys so much. Please like, subscribe, share, do all of those things. We really would appreciate the subscriptions. We're almost at 200 subscribers. Been doing this less than a year. We really appreciate all the support as always. Um, follow me on Twitter, socials, and follow Nick and Rob as well. All right, guys, it's been Charge On presented by Bet Online. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 